Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we just try to make sense of some of the things we love about photography and some of the things that we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus. Terry, how are you going? Really well. How are you? I'm pretty good, thanks. That's good. Hey, um, what have you been up to? Um, well, I've been, what have I been doing? I know you haven't been sleeping well. No, I have not been sleeping well. Let's not talk about restless legs or insomnia. <laughs> oh, gosh. I think I, I think it's the scourge of the nation. I think there's so many people you, you do kind of talk to that have that mm. problem that it's very hard sometimes to, to switch off. Yeah, absolutely. I find it impossible to switch off. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it does cause many, many sleepless nights plus the added fact of not being able to settle because I've got restless legs. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, do, you, do you find if you've been on like a really intense shoot yeah. gig, yeah. when you get home you find it really hard to switch off? Really hard. Yeah, it do. takes me two or three hours to actually Come down. Come down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, that could actually mean you're not getting to sleep until 3 o'clock in the morning yeah, no, sometimes. Yeah, I've, I've been guilty of that because sometimes, yeah. sometimes I've been guilty of like, you know, being on a shoot all day. And you kind of want to go home and have a look I at things. I want to look at some because <laughs> there's a couple of the images in there that I really know that are really, really nice and I want to really have a look at them. I have to stop myself because if I do do that, then I'd be up all night. Well, I've done that and then I looked at the computer time and it says 3 a.m. <laughs> And you're like, I better go to bed. Better go to bed. Yeah. But it's interesting because you do kind of get on a on a bit of a high once you been out there and doing that yeah. type of stuff. And, yeah, and that, absolutely, so. absolutely. I know on Saturday night I had Saturday, is it Saturday? Yeah, Saturday I had a really, really, really good shoot. And it did take me a little bit to kind of come down from it because it was so good. So it did take three or four hours. So yeah, thankfully. Yeah. Which is which is good to have that that buzz feeling. Yeah, from the shoot, so. yeah, it was really good. It was. It's been a long time since I've had had such a good time shooting. Yeah. So it was great. And I, I think for people starting out, like when people first start out in photography, they, they're some of the things that kind of I suppose gets people hooked is that they get a good feeling out of it mm. and they get some type mm. of satisfaction. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but I think for people starting out. It's quite a hard road sometimes because I think sometimes people get kind of confused. Yeah. What they should, like, you know. What they should and shouldn't be. Sh- yeah, especially buying mm. with gear and stuff like that. Mm. You know, you know what type of gear do they buy and how much do they need to spend on the yep. gear and, and that type of stuff. And I think yeah. sometimes that can get in the way. It absolutely can. It can actually impede on your ability to go further. Yes. Because you're too, you're too worried about the gear that you're using. Yep. That you're not actually out there creating, uh-huh. Uh-huh. which kind of leads us to a subject. Yeah, which is... Fantastic. And this one <laughs> this one actually um, comes from one of our um, listeners, Naomi, and Naomi will know who she is, um, but she, she put forward a, a question to us about, about secondhand equipment. So secondhand being a great option for photographers. It's a great option. I have to say that I've bought lots of secondhand equipment because I want to try before I buy and it's it's... Well, you are buying, of course, but you're buying at at a cheaper price. So you and can... look, and if you have a look, what happens? And and there's quite a lot of second, really good secondhand equipment mm. out there because people start out with really good intentions. They go, some some people do this is they'll get an interest in in a hobby and say so it's photography. So they start shooting photography. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got to get this. And then some said, oh, you need this lens, you need mm-hmm. that lens, you need mm-hmm. a flash, and you mm-hmm. need this. So they go out and they gear overload. Yes. They buy all this gear. Yes. And then they frustrate because they can't use it all. And it's yes. like, you know, you, what you should do, I think, is when you, you know, get a piece of gear, 
and really play with it until you master it mm-hmm. and then get your next piece of gear. Yes. If you just kind of bring a whole lot of goodies in all at once, yeah, you're kind of jumping from one to the other and you probably don't ever yeah. really connect yeah. well with one piece of equipment so you don't yeah. understand it. And I think also so you don't don't waste your money, it's a really good idea to um, kind of once you've figured out what types of photographs you really like, figure out what type of kit you need yes. to create those images. And And look, the other thing which I think new photographers get hung up on is is not having the right gear, like proper backdrops and stuff. And mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. talked about this earlier about MacGyvering mm. stuff. Yeah, and big you, fan you know, of MacGyvering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, look, what what you can do is with photography, you know, you can make things out of very basic things. So don't think about spending $300 on a backdrop. Mm-mm. Those and, beautiful backdrops, that the, the ones that are like... They've been painted. Yes. There's a, sp- there's a special brand and they're beautiful. They're absolutely gorgeous. So they've got like that um, that brushed yes. background. So they, they cost anywhere of $300 up because yes. they're hand-painted. You can make those yourself for, for 30 or 40 Yes. And the, the other thing is, and, and we've got, and it's funny enough, that we've actually got some of this and we use it for sound deadening in, in the studio. <laughs> you do. We've got some of the stuff that It's like people, a drop sheet or well, under carpet it, it, it's, it's stuff that... Furniture people who move furniture, they wrap the furniture in. Um, yeah. It's kind of, I think they call it like uh, packing. It's made of, it looks like it's made of shredded up old. And they, they make blankets blankets out of it as well. Similar, yeah. So, yeah. so it's, 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 how would you describe it? It's, it's a kind of motley, it's, it's got texture, it's got different it's colors. Almost like a felt, isn't it? Yeah. And it's quite cheap. You can actually buy it and it actually makes a half decent backdrop <laughs> as well. It so, does. And and there's lots of things you can do. I mean, the other thing you can buy, things like at Bunnings, you can buy these, uh, I think they call them Holland blinds, the, oh, ro- yes. the roll-down yeah, vinyl blinds. Yeah, they're really good. You use them, don't you? Yeah, yeah I use them. And I've got a couple set up that I use for, for backdrops. Yeah. And they actually come with a little chain and roll, and you can actually, you've got a wall you can mount them to, and you yeah. can roll them up. Yeah. But you can paint on them. Yeah. So they're can, great services for painting. So you can create some of your own backdrops, and you don't need to go out and spend... No. A, lot, a lot of money on backdrops. And I, I remember back in the day when I was at uni, we used to look, we used to try and find things like those old school projector screens. Yes. They were really good backdrops. Yes, yeah, again, because quite often they're um, roll up. Yeah. And, I mean, my projector screen, which I use for my 35mm stuff, it, it kind of swings and pivots, but yes, and but one the back of it's black. Yes, yeah. It's completely black. Yeah, and the back is it's like a matte black too, yes. so it's it's like yeah. an absorbing, yeah. Yeah, so you can actually use it yeah. as well. Yeah. I used to get fabric from Spotlight as well. Yes. Because that used to be quite interesting if you got um, different dyed fabric yes. and you put different gels and stuff over it. Yes. And and look, those places like Spotlight and there's there's a lot of places that sell remnants. Like they just, you can yeah. go, go in there and there's, you know, there's two or three metres of, you know, mm. like a black velvet material. Yep. Which, which are great and can repurpose and make yeah. backdrops. And what we've done here is with these, just give people an idea on maybe how they can use these materials. I've just taken pieces of like timber, like two, you know, yeah. 2B1, which is really common at Bunnings. Mm-hmm. And I've just wrapped around and I've you can buy, I mean, I've just used a staple gun. I've yeah. just stapled it in there and I've put some cup hooks so I can hang it from the ceiling. So basically, and then when I'm not using it, I roll it up. I put a piece of timber at the top and a piece of timber at the bottom. Yeah. Then I just roll it up. So good. So easy to store. So good. So you can set up a little stu- area. area yeah. Might be a corner of your garage or 
In your even lounge in, room. Even in your lounge room. <laughs> so, I mean, there's lots of stuff around the house that you can repurpose for photography purposes. Yeah. You know and I mean? so, we were, like, when it comes to secondhand gear as well, where would you suggest that people go looking for their secondhand gear? Where's well, the best place for them to I, buy I, it? I've, I've looked at a lot of stuff on the Facebook marketplace. Yes. I mean, you've got these, all these local Facebook marketplaces that pop up in your different localities mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and quite often there's all types of stuff on there. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some of that. The other day I was selling a product, you know, that was obviously bought some kit to do product photography. Yeah. And obviously they just didn't do it, and they, they were like selling the whole kit for like a hundred bucks. Wow! It's a couple of lights, some stands, a light tent. You know, really, really good. Yeah. Um, the other thing too is, I mean, you do have, you know, a word of caution. Like you can, you can get some really good bodies and lenses on on those places as well. But obviously, be a bit more cautious. Mindful, obviously, yeah. is, is that someone mightn't have told you that. They've dropped that lens, or the lens has got <laughs> wet, or the body's got wet, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, it's um, true, isn't it? So, so sometimes, like for equipment, you have to be probably take someone who knows a little bit about yeah. the gear to really. And and look, most times it's going to be fine. Yeah, there is going to be those odd time where someone's not going to disclose maybe something happened to it. Yeah, um, and that type of stuff. But you can't go wrong with even like tripods. Yeah. Yeah, Tripods you, is something you do. You, you wouldn't even second guess buying that second hand. That's you right, just buy and, it. and you can you can you can test it, try it. Yeah, see if it's that's one thing. Sturdy you enough. Definitely, I would encourage anyone to buy second hand to start off with because the tripod I've got cost me quite a few hundred dollars. Yes, and it's just a basic, basic tripod. So you're looking at to buy the good equipment is quite expensive. So if you were to buy second hand. Good equipment, you can still have what you're after, yep. or you can kind of take it back a bit and just try, just get something a little bit less expensive that you can test out, see if it's something you want in your kit. Yep. The other, the other thing too, like if you if you go, I mean, there's a lot of really cheap LED lights. Yes. On, on eBay and places. Gosh, like that. you can even get them at Bunnings these days. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, I've got a couple of the lights that I use are actually come from Bunnings. They're kind of like I've got this. Um, Do you remember those strip lights? You could get sorry to interrupt, but the strip lights with the um, the magnets on the sides. You could get at Aldi. I used yes. to use those as well. The strip yes. LED lights. They're yeah, amazing. Yeah. Well, I got a I got a um, and it, it's a work light. It's a rechargeable yeah. LED work light. So it's got a bracket on it, yeah. and there's a stand that you can put on like a tripod. And it's yeah. meant it's meant it's a tradie thing. Yeah. So you're going into like a building site where there's no it's no dark, lighting. Yeah. And you set this up, and it's cordless. But it, it, I've used it heaps of times. So for, would you say, because you've just recently bought a little um, portable studio LED yeah, clip, yeah. would you compare that to the quality of that like light-wise? Um, slightly different. Yeah. That that one I'm talking about is like about 1,500 lumens, so it's quite bright. Yeah. And it runs for about five hours on a charge, so it's quite good. But I I take that out sometimes when I've done workshops, you know, and done use it to paint in trees. Yeah, right. Because it's such a bright white beam that you can do a sunset yeah. you know, as, as, at twilight. Yeah. And you've got trees and you can just paint the trees in wow. beautifully with that light because yeah. it's so, so good. But the other thing which is really handy is if you take a group of people out and you've been shooting and it's got to dusk. Yeah. People leave tripod bags. I just flip that around and just light up the area where we've been and say, make sure you pick up all your gear <laughs> yeah. and you can basically see everything. That sucks when you leave somewhere and you're like, I have left my I, the your amount tripod of, bag or something. The or, lens ca- the lens yeah, caps I've cap. left. I've lost all of those. I left a reflector at a wedding once. Yep. Never got that back. Tripod. Oh gosh, yeah. the battery's gone. And, and look, that's the other. That's the other thing that you know with um, reflectors. 
you know, if you want to start playing with reflectors, again, you go to Bunnings and buy a piece of white core flute. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, what, here's a little trick. You can go, I do, I've got... But I've, I've actually got like, like core flute all over the house because <laughs> I keep forgetting I bought it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, damn it, that makes five too, pieces. It's a, it's a bit like Tupperware. You just can't have too much of it. Core, core flute. flute. It's the new Tupperware. Okay? <laughs> it's Tupperware for photographers. But the other thing what you can do is if you take if you take the core flute and you take one side of it and you leave that white and then you take the other side and you paint it with a chalkboard paint chalkboard or something, paint, yeah. The matte black paint. Yeah. It can because... You can use. You can it. even make mini V flats with them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you have got a few different options. So there's a lot of stuff you, like I said, you can actually MacGyver. Yeah. Out of bits and pieces that you yep. can buy from Bunnings, and put together yourself. Then if you start going down the path of doing, that stuff, and you need, you know, like good reflector and that type of stuff, and you start shooting, say, semi-professionally, mm-hmm. probably not great. Shoot, turn up the flute, shoot with a couple of lumps of um, core flute. Especially, yeah. if, especially if they've got like LJ Hooker on the other side or something, <laughs> take them off someone's property. Yeah, don't steal them don't from steal real estate. Them. Go to Bunnings and buy a nice, <laughs> you know, legitimate piece of cough loop. But what it is, I mean, it gives you the ability to work out whether that's actually going to help yeah. your photography. That's almost, and I suppose that's the point about, I, I, and I think that was probably Naomi's um, intention with the with the question about, yeah. about buying secondhand is that it gives you a chance to try some stuff mm-hmm. without having to commit to hard mm. dollars for something. So once you know this is going to help your photography, you might go out and buy the correct piece of equipment that's been designed for photography and then invest that money in it because you'll get value out of it. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. N- and, and and this is where the benefit is you can go and find sometimes you can then find that piece of equipment at a reasonable bargain second hand because someone has gone out and bought it. And they no longer need it. And they don't utilise it. Look about it like a sustainability as well. You're buying something that's not going to go into landfill. Yes. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Look, it's, there's a lot of stuff in photography you can buy pretty much risk-free f- free if yeah. you're buying secondhand. You don't yeah. have to worry about it. And, again, it's just knowing what's going to be useful and yeah, and you know, buying stuff that you can use. Yeah. I mean, you can repurpose like all types of things if you're trying to set things up. Like, I mean. You can make beauty dishes out of um those the oven you know the little drip trays that go in, yeah. the, in the oven um, where well, you put some pans out, you can well, make. What was your MacGyver <laughs> hack? You did something with, did you use a? I had the halogen lights. Is that the one? Did you have a light stand that you put the camera on and used as a tripod? I think you did. <gasps> I did, yes. <laughs> so, you, so you had a light stand. A lot of the light stands actually have the quarter that has inch the thread, thread at yeah. the top. Yeah, which I actually found out that was a, it, it's actually a really good method um, because everything is taken Exactly on square it's because of to the floor. yeah because of the way it is yes yeah so I've yeah because I've, the, the the pole's perpendicular that's right so if you got the camera sitting on there the camera is it doesn't it's not a ball head or anything like that so yeah you know the camera is going to sit straight out and I remember those photos were perfectly dead straight and I was like wow great if you're stitching good. them together yes exactly <laughs> they'll, all li- they'll all line up exactly yeah. <laughs> So, so there's so many things, like I said, you can you can implement and make yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, put put stuff together and yeah, create um, bits of kit. And, and there's look, there's some really great YouTube videos and stuff where so people, people show you hacks. And uh, you were talking about using baking paper. Yeah. So I I I remember when I was in my early twenties. This is going back over twenty years ago. <laughs> I wanted to to start practicing with studio. I'd worked in a studio um, a few years. Previous, I didn't have enough money to buy a studio kit, so I went to Bunnings and bought a 
um, some of those halogen work lights. I yes, don't even yep. know if they sell them anymore. I think they're, they're LEDs. LED yeah. But I used those and actually made a soft box yeah. out of car reflectors and baking paper to yeah. go on top of those and it was perfect. Yes. Absolutely perfect. It, it gave me the ability to see if it was something I was interested in. In, in pursuing. Pursuing and, and later on down and, the track and I did. And we can actually get value out of and exactly, use Exactly, exactly. Because you don't want to go out and spend thousands of dollars on a lighting kit that you're not going to use. Yep. That's that's definitely something that I'd encourage everyone to buy secondhand. Yeah. See, you could make some uh, interesting modifiers out of things like, you know, the, the pl- white plastic cups. Yes. The drink containers. Yeah, the, yeah. The plastic ones. Yeah, you can make so, a Gary Fong out of that, yeah, can't you? <laughs> exactly. Or, or the other thing which I've seen people do is, is basically just take like an A4 sheet of paper and fold up mm. and make a modifier and then just use it. Yeah, you can make an origami Modifier, yeah, which you on, put on, over your flash and head. put a rubber band around it, and sort of done. I used to use a, oh, always use like a the back of a business card or something. Yeah, yeah. If I, or a nap, I've even used a napkin as a bounce card when I've been stuck. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, so, so there's those those types of things where you can practice some of this stuff with mm. with equipment that um, basically could be repurposed for That's something right. else. Yeah, or like I said, I'd encourage everyone to jump on and just watch. I mean. I, I quite often, like I said, I'm on a couple of those Facebook groups in their area mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I quite often look at, you know, if, when I see something photographic come up, I go, oh, yeah. could I use that? Mm, yeah. Maybe not. Oh, maybe. <laughs> but it's always good to know what's out there. Yes. And like I said, sometimes, like I said, there's some really good stuff. Yeah. I've even seen people sell some really decent studio lighting. Yes. Where they've actually said. Only use once. Oh, they said, no, look, you know, I was setting up a studio, did it for a short time, not really me, just selling it all off. Bang, yeah. Bang, move yeah. On. Yeah. So people do that. People change. Yeah. Things happen in their lives as well. Yeah. And people upgrade their equipment. So yep. they're selling their old stuff. Yep. Which... And, and, and I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm a bit of a hoarder. Oh, so am I. I've never gotten any, get rid of anything, even the I'm, broken lenses. I still I'm, have I've them. I've still got all my bodies. I just. Yeah, same. Buying new ones when I just keep the old ones. I have the very first camera I bought at uni. I can't get rid of it because I saved up for months to buy it. Well, that's I mean, you've got you've got an um, you know an emotional attachment to that camera because it's created a lot of images and yeah, that was kind of the first part of your photography journey. But actually, this is a really good story. So the first camera I bought was a secondhand F Nikon F seventy, which if I'm I'm not sure if it was a full frame. It might have been a crop frame. But it was a second-hand camera, and this is an example of when things go wrong. Yes. So I had lots of trouble with that camera. It was actually, as we call, a lemon. Yep. So sadly, this is an instance where I bought a camera and I didn't know enough about it, and it was a lemon. These days, things are a little bit different. Equipment's a lot more robust, so it doesn't have the same issues as we would have had back then. But, yeah, no, that's definitely – that's probably an experience I've had that wasn't that great with second-hand equipment. And, and, that's, <laughs> and that's what we're saying, the, the precursor to this. Obviously, second-hand, there's a lot of stuff you can buy fairly risk-free, but there is mm-hmm. there is obviously elements of risk if you're buying yeah. bodies and cameras and you're not 100% sure. I mean, you know, one of the, one of the things to look for if you're buying a – a digital DSLR camera is how many shutter activations does the camera yes. have because cameras have – it's a mechanical device, mm-hmm. the shutter. Mm-hmm. Each camera will have a nominated number of activations before it fails and needs to be replaced and it can be quite expensive. That's right. My, I know that some of the, the, my two D700s are coming very, very close to the end of their life cycle. Yeah. So you've yeah. got to either decide whether you're going to invest the money, put a new shutter in it. Or, uh, or, or upgrade. You up, or just up, bite the bullet and upgrade yeah. to, to something else. Yeah. 
So, and there's for people like if you are looking at buying secondhand body, there is software you can get where you can plug in. There's different sites you can mm. go to for different, and each manufacturer will be slightly different, whether it be Nikon or yeah. Canon or, or yeah. one of the other brands that you can basically, it'll give you the shutter count. Yes. Sometimes it's not always accurate. But it's usually a pretty good guide. Yeah. I know when I've taken mine in for repairs, I always ask them to let me know the shutter count. Yes. Just because it's just something that they always look at anyway. Yes. Well, it gives an indication of, of yeah. where, the, where the camera is, is is in its life cycle. And obviously, if, if you're buying a camera and it has a fairly high shutter count, you probably you don't want to pay as, you know, as, much. as much for it. Yeah. So typically, that's the price you'll see. People who know what they're doing when they're selling second-hand gear – We'll say, yeah, look, it's had, you know, it's had 100,000 activations, but the shutter's good for, you know, 150 or whatever. So we realise, like, you know, at some point you're going to yeah. replace the shutter. It's kind of so. like a car, isn't it? You want to check the It's odometer. like the kilometres. Yeah. It's exactly like looking at the speedo in the car and looking at how many kilometres this car travelled. Mm -hmm. That will give you an indication of, yeah. of potentially, I suppose, what you might have to spend on that car because it's done 100,000 cars. Yeah. And you think, okay, yeah. it's done 100,000, it's going to need... A timing belt and it's going to need this and it's yes. going to need that potentially yeah. so yeah. you know these things are coming up. Definitely, yeah. yeah. So what other, what other things, is there, is there anything else that you've bought secondhand or any other kind of good hack that you've come across? Um, the only other hack I can think of is hiring equipment before you figure out what you want to buy. Yep, and we have talked about that in, yeah, a, in a we previous have. podcast that hiring is a great way it's an to try way. before you buy and i've actually hired before i've bought second hand as well so it was yes. yeah so and it could be that the fact that you hired to work out whether the studio lights are useful mm -hmm. and then go and look for a good second second hand mm. set of studio lights yeah absolutely and remember if you've got your own business all of this is is potentially tax deductible if you're yeah. a hobbyist then you might need to be a little bit more conservative about how you spend your money yeah, exactly, exactly. Unless you've got a great job. <laughs> yes. There's, there's a couple of things that I probably wouldn't recommend people buy if they're looking for extra batteries. Yeah, that's one thing I wouldn't buy secondhand, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, you're right. I wouldn't. And the other the other thing that I've noticed. Memory cards, I wouldn't buy those secondhand either. No, I wouldn't buy memory cards secondhand. But the other thing with batteries is is I've always stuck to the manufacturer of my cameras. Yeah. Even though you find these generic batteries. They're never quite as good, are they? I bought one to try one once for my Canon full frame. It was just one of those places that something was a stupid price. And I thought, yeah. I'll buy it. It's probably not going to be any good. I think it lasted two months. Oh, no. It doesn't charge anymore. I know. I've got one that's a dodgy. It charges badly and I think it's a it's a fake one. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, I kind of – I kind of bought – it was such – it was so cheap that I was prepared to say, ah, I wonder what it yeah. will do. Yeah. But realised he was, yeah, I was right the first time. I should have just, when I buy extra batteries, I just simply buy. The ones, yeah. The manufacturer's batteries. Yeah. And then, you know what, I've never had a problem with yeah, them. Yeah, it's, true. Wood. it's all true. The, All the batteries I've ever had have been fantastic. Yeah, because you'd hate for it to fry your camera. <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, and that's the thing. You don't want the camera to, you know, and if the camera is under warranty still, if you did buy a new camera and it's under warranty, potentially you put a third-party battery in it. You avoid your warranties, And it you? damaged the camera and they could... Sometimes they can tell because yeah. all the the um, and I don't know if Nikon probably do it, but Canon yeah. definitely do it. There's a chip in the battery, yeah, that actually, and the batteries have a serial number, yes, and it tracks the performance of the battery. 
Right. So it'll tell you how many shadow activations you're getting from that battery. Yeah. What the charge performance is like. So how good is it? Wow. Recharging. I didn't realise I had yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So wow. so um, on two or well, I think on three of my frames, three of my full frame bodies, I can go in and I can look at the yeah these stats on the battery. My goodness, I'm going to have to have a look behind the yeah, scenes. Yeah. So like I said, I'm, I'm sure Nick and probably have something similar. Yeah. So you can basically and and so all that information if you took it back and the camera's under warranty. They extract all that information mm. out of the camera to see how the camera has been used. Interesting. Yeah. So there's, a lot mm. of, there's a lot of hidden stuff happens in the back of like data that's recorded. It might be like the temperature range that the camera's been in. Has yeah, it been exposed right. to extremes of temperature? Yeah. Yeah, it's been left in a hot car. That can have an impact yeah. and that can sometimes show up. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. So Big Brother's kind of watching. <laughs> They're everywhere, man. <laughs> that's it. They're everywhere. So look, secondhand is a great option. Yeah. Don't overthink stuff. Build something. Yeah. doesn't have to be perfect. No. Experiment. Have fun. Try some different backdrops. Make some backdrops yourself. Gosh, yeah. You know, there's lots of different things you can just try just to see how they look. Yeah. Goodness. So, What's your favourite backdrop? Um, Hard to say. I, I typically go for either a black or a white. Okay. But I do like sometimes some of the pattern ones. Yeah, because, and they're good DIYs, aren't they? Yeah, they're di- good DIYs. Like sometimes having that motley background, it depends yeah. on how you're going to use the picture. If it's a portrait, it's true. you know. That's true. Sometimes with the port- you're taking a portrait. Like I, I took some portraits for my son. He's um, needed it for uni for a student ID. Yeah. So basically just white backdrop. Yeah. Just because you wanted nothing, no distractions. No. It's like a passport photo, isn't it? Like a passport yeah. photo. So you just want that. <laughs> that picture yeah so terry until next time you know people drop us let us know what what someone might have a really good hack they yeah. can share with us someone might have got a great deal with a second hand piece of equipment we'd love right. to hear about yeah. that and, and where <laughs> they got it or where people are actually which type of things are they gum tree yeah is it facebook marketplace where where are people finding the, the nikon is it the nikon website i'll tell you i'll tell you where, I'll tell you where you know, I, and I know from personal experience that I've got some really good bargains at op shops. Yes, you have. Yes. You have. So very good place to, to go. Yeah. And if you've got op shops in your area, get poke around. Great for getting props, photography props mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and equipment. Yeah, I agree with you. Absolutely. Fantastic. Thanks, yeah. Terry. No See worries. You. See you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. If you enjoyed the show today, please leave a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a subject for our next show, also leave that in the comment as well. Thanks for listening.